Hey, this is Sarah and Jess, and we're here to talk about why our brains are such a mess. We're just two bipolar babes shouting out what everybody is so hush-hush about. So let's get into it with today's episode. Hey, Jessica. Hey, Sarah, how do we do this? What's up? What's new in your life? <laughs> um, well, we didn't do an episode in September. Normally, we try and do two episodes in a month. Yes. And that's not to say we didn't record episodes because we did. We did. We did. Um, just, oh, I don't but know. Hey, look at our reels. Our reels are cool. We did some reels. We did a few reels. Yeah. Um, But it was kind of like September for you and for me. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, my cat is chewing on my my cord. No, no, no. Okay. It's kind of like September for you and for me were like it was just like. Right off a bad month. (laughs) Like what is happening? Like this podcast was like we were like on it. We were like going for it. And it was it, not that, not saying that it's falling apart. I'm saying that life is just throwing us curveballs these last few months. And it's just been like one thing after the next. And like, it was, I feel like in the beginning of the month, you, you were like really struggling. And then at that, by at the end of the month, then I was like really struggling and it was like yeah. not going to work out. Well, it's funny. Cause we say like, you know, having two mentally ill people have a podcast or like try to do anything together, like a project together, you have to basically like be very mindful and you have to be like flexible because like when you're going to go through something, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go through it. Who knows? Or maybe we both go through it at the same time. But so far we seem to be on like opposite ends of the the carousel. Yeah. um, Instead of like, and maybe we can like, try to pull each other out when we fall off the carousel but I think at this point we needed like R&R rest yeah. and relaxation yeah because we did meet up but it was like let's just we <laughs> let's sit in the hot tub <laughs> yeah exactly and I needed that oh yeah 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 but um so much has happened so Jessica you moved yeah, I moved. I moved from the family area. Um, yeah, so I don't know if y'all remember, but I used to live in my grandparents' basement suite next door to my parents and my sister. And um, as an almost thirty-year-old, it was a uh, it was a struggle with my partner, and um, not a struggle with my partner. Well, heck, you know what? It was a struggle with my partner too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We did that for almost four years because we were saving and I was in school and it was really nice and spectacular. Um, But once COVID hit, everything kind of went downhill. That tension of not being able to see a very Greek family was like definitely there. Um, Everyone was just on edge and yeah, it was definitely really hard. So it's nice to have left. I love them so much, but I had to go before I started to like 
have bad thoughts and feelings towards them <laughs> you know you're like I, I still love y'all and like y'all so I'm gonna leave now that it's good yeah <laughs> it's bad yeah so um we were gonna buy a place uh we put that on hold because we didn't want to rush just buying a place and also Nolan and I we just weren't in a space and I'm not in a space to be able to pay for a mortgage because my job I'm still on probation um yeah and yeah so we found this like really lovely uh condo and it's by transit which is nice and it's um yeah it's really nice it has a pool and a hot tub and we're happy about that so it's also away from family <laughs> I guess yeah. that's my like long roundabout and I moved last month um and so that was like Whoa, it was wild. But you kind of like, you kind of had to continue to unpack and like continue to like clean your, your old place and like all this stuff. You had a lot of like moving is really emotionally exhausting and like it takes forever. We had two places at once, Mm -hmm. right? Because like we had our old place, we rented our old place and then we also rented this place for the month of September. So the month of September, I had two homes Mm -hmm. and I was going back and forth and and unpacking and packing. And it was, it wasn't just one move in day. You're right. It was like uh, two weeks of moving. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. How are you? Well, I I feel like this started with, you asking me how I was <laughs> yeah and then I just started and then I took it over no no, no. I, like, I then I I threw it to you I threw it to you because <laughs> because that that was a big thing was that you were moving and that was like yeah. really tough um and on top of that yeah you have your job your job is like pretty intense yeah. You you asked me how I am and I'm like telling you how you are. That's so strange. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing that. Um anyways, uh, yeah, that m- there's more. There's more to Jessica's September. But I guess I yeah. shall I shall um I shall go over mine, which is yes. that yeah, so I mean, every time like September for me is always difficult because it starts getting dark and you know, that's right off the bat difficult. That's like when all the fun agendas come out. Yeah. As I, say, as I like, as I show my agenda. I, hey. It's, that's beautiful, but also I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't need an agenda. What I, yeah. And so I'm like, and like, yeah. So people love fall, but not me. I really, really don't like it. It's, um, the darkness makes me fall asleep uh in the middle of the day a lot I don't know why but like I start sleeping more and this is the thing where like often my doctor will like call me around this time and then around spring when springtime kind of starts because um when it gets darker people like with bipolar disorder can you know set off a depressive episode by sleeping more Mm-hmm. And and same thing when it when it's more light out, it mm-hmm. they can sleep less and and go into like mania. So, I like right off the bat, September is just not my favorite month. And um, I had like maybe the one of the uh, maybe a couple of the worst panic attacks that I've had in years. This this month um and it was to do with my my job 
and how unstable my job is and like the fact that I just don't have any stability um, mm -hmm. because so just because like um, say I had I had seven classes to teach again I make um, $20 an hour for those classes so it's it's you know, if I'm, if I'm, I also do the social media and that, that pays better, but if I'm trying to like live and, and have an income, you know, you need to have quite a few classes and, um, it, I just, I, I, I basically almost lost half of my classes. I ended up negotiating, so I didn't lose half of them. I just lost one, but like it was so unstable and so like it didn't make any sense the reasoning yeah. that I just realized I've been focusing so much on being like a good um, dance and aerials instructor and I shouldn't be focusing all my time on that because this is not sustainable mm -hmm. in order to actually make a living you have to get more and more and more classes. You have to get people to book private lessons with you. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, I mean, you don't have control, though. You don't have control over your schedule, and you will find out your schedule for the next month um, with no kind of warning or anything. You'll just get the schedule for the next month, and your everything will be different. So that was just really like I don't know it reminded me that I'm not in any sort of place of security right. I'm I'm still like okay so I found a job that can kind of replace my other job that's never coming back because of COVID um but it's not a forever job it's not even a for now job I almost mm -hmm. like left because of how um emotionally like draining and shocking it was to just like uh have no control have no control over when you work or how much you work or or anything like that so yeah no stability no schedule no like yeah yeah no just, guarantees yeah you know yeah you could go from teaching seven classes to like you know, I wasn't three. sure if like to three to like maybe in another month to one, like I, there was no, there's no guarantee that that isn't what's going to happen. And like still, that could still happen. Like any month I could lose most of my classes or all of them um, yeah. if they decide they want to try something else in that spot to see mm -hmm. if it does better or whatever with a different instructor. Um, and so, or even if my class is doing better, doing well, um, I could just, it doesn't matter, actually. I could be replaced by another instructor anyways. Um, so, yeah, it, it definitely made me realize that I don't have a real trajectory. I don't really have, like, my music is, is on hold, and it's very hard to take off hold. Like, it's very hard to keep moving in in a music industry where that's so stuck and so like messed up honestly like the way that the money system works um mm -hmm. 
I was listening to your album the other day. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I, I was like, that. yes, family curse. Yeah. Feeling all the songs. <laughs> I think that's probably my favorite album. Probably because it's thank so you. relatable. Thank you. I definitely like, I don't feel like a good musician right now. I don't really feel like a good aerialist. I don't really feel like I'm good at anything right now. Um, and I kind of just feel like I don't know what I'm doing or what is going to happen or what I'm like looking forward to. And I think you feel good. really I, lost. Now you're going to get the you're going to get the love bomb. Mm -hmm. I'm like stretching. I'm like getting ready for the love bomb. <laughs> <laughs> you are so talented like you are so incredibly talented and charismatic and kind and very open and accommodating and flexible and just so skilled in social media and in all of the all of the all the cool new stuff you're you're on it you're like you're on the train like you are like progressing you're constantly learning new things you're constantly doing new things like you're never just like stuck in the same old same old and you take those chances and you do all that and that's what I admire about you and I think that's like spectacular that you're able to do all of that and you know keep up with society and life and everything it's something that I I, I can't I can't do like in terms of like social media and all that good stuff but yeah. even like dancing and like everything that has to do with arts like everything like you're so good at it and you're so good at it because it's full of feeling and emotion and love and that's why you're so good at it because you have these like big strong beautiful feelings that you're able to like showcase through your work and that's why people are so like gravitated towards you and like love hanging out with you so yeah oh thank you I mean that's <laughs> very nice that's very nice and like I I like I I appreciate that and like I appreciate everybody who likes my music I appreciate everyone who likes my classes or who appreciates my choreo for for stuff um and so kind of one of the ways that I kind of got out of my, like, panic, and let me tell you, when I had my panic attack where I thought I was going to, like, lose my job, I, it took so much out of me, just the physical, like, the physical um, parts, components of a panic attack, I, yeah. it took me a week to, like, feel normal again. Every day I felt exhausted and I had mm -hmm. to, I had to wait overnight to find out if I was going to be able to keep some of my classes. So it was a long period of like more panic, less panic, more panic, less panic. Um, mm -hmm. But like, you know, there was like hysterical crying and shaking and like just, uh, you know, so much emotion coming out and also like so much fear, but also you know, like the, some of the more stereotypical panic attack things where it's like, you know, like not able to breathe and like heart racing things. It's like you're running a marathon, but you're just like sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. And so 
afterwards, I just felt like a husk of a person. And I, and because I'd cried so much, I felt super dehydrated. It was like I had a <laughs> hangover for Aww. days of like this panic attack. And it like really messed up like my next week. And it just yeah. took up so much space. Like it was it was so wild. And I know that that's like, you know, I used to deal with that stuff. I used to live like that. And that's... I know I'm glad I don't live like that anymore, but like it really just reminded me like, yes, living with a mental illness like takes time out of your day. Like it's this is maybe not going to happen to another person who gets their classes canceled. Like maybe other people have more emotional and mental stability to be able to be like okay I read this email I'm okay instead of like oh I'm going into panic mode oh okay here we go I have no control over what's gonna happen for the next however long um so that was that was something didn't you also have to teach during this time I did have to teach and so I tried really hard to get my classes covered and so this is another thing of like where we're always like, take a mental health day. And yet we like never do because because like we are we work in jobs that like don't allow us to. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, OK, I'm having a mental health crisis, like legit. Like I. I can barely move like I it's I like can't stop crying. I've been crying for like hours trying to get my classes covered, reaching out, reaching out, reaching out. No one can cover my classes. And I'm like, well, like, unless I want to, like, quit this moment, and I was still waiting for the email to see if I could save some of the classes. So I was like, unless I want to quit this moment, I have to go and I have to teach. And so fortunately, unfortunately, but fortunately, one of my classes got canceled that day because only three people signed up. Um, Mm. it was too bad because I looked at who signed up and it was, of course, my regulars. And it's like, I would have loved to go hang out with them and teach them. And I don't like that their workout got canceled that day. But, Mm. um, basically, why does it get canceled? Uh, we'll talk about this another time. Yeah, it's a, it's (laughs) a whole thing, but, um, I'm like, I feel bad for these three people now. I'm like, what the heck? And unfortunately, like if then if other people like sign up and they see, oh, there's only three people like they might not want to. I've actually had somebody be like, oh, I didn't sign up for your class because I only had three people. So I thought it might get canceled and it didn't. But like, you know, mm-hmm. it, but, but like basically anyways, there's a it, it's a long story anyways. um, So, yeah, so one of my classes got canceled and then the. And then I had to do the other ones, but I actually came in early, early for that second class. I turned on Coldplay (laughs) and I like just freestyled on hammock like crazy for like 15 minutes and just like, I was just like feeling all my feelings and just like dancing it out. I danced it out and that gave me like some energy because I yeah because when you exercise you kind of get energy Mm -hmm. um and then I was able to kind of like keep it together for that day um it it was hard but yeah but I was like 
okay, well, I don't know. I don't have any other choice at this point. Like if I had been in a very bad situation, I would have obviously just not gone. But that probably would have meant that I would have like, I definitely wouldn't have gotten my classes back, you know, like and yeah, which is why it's like that's not that's not fair. And that's not like that's not good accessibility or good supportiveness or anything. But because I've, you know, I'm on lots of meds and I can, you know, I have some coping skills like I was like, okay, I'm going to dance it out to like a soothing song or whatever. Yeah. Then I was able to also um, also Greg came home from work because I called him and I was like in hysterics. He he came home from work. So he really helped me as well. He was able to like drop what he was doing at work. And he was actually having a hard day. So I feel I really feel grateful for that. And so then he was able to like give me some tea and some food and like make sure that just really basic things were covered. So yeah, that wasn't it wasn't all me. He helped me. Anyways, yeah. So then I did teach. And um it was okay, but like oh, it was tough. It was tough. And so yeah, and so then what I, I ended up kind of talking with some of my like instructor mentor people about it and stuff. And I ended up getting to keep my two classes that I feel super passionate about and I'm like mm-hmm. I like I they're not doing poorly compared to the rest of the classes, like and there's no one else who wants to take over them. Like, it's, it's really, like, I don't understand why you would cancel these. Um, anyway, so then uh, I, I was like, okay, I can't be like the other aerial instructors. I'm not a skinny, mini, kind of, like, splitty, beautiful, graceful, beauty queen, whatever. I don't know. That, that's... That's not a good description. Did you just say splitty? I love splitty. that. <laughs> well, because like they can all do like the over splits in the back bend, put their he- put their feet oh to their head God. and all that stuff. And like, and they're all just like, they have like, they all have like long, beautiful hair and like, I don't know. They're, they're all super gorgeous. It's, it's, it's amazing. Um, but anyways, like that's a vibe. So you totally can go and like they're and they're super nice as well. Um, and so you can totally like feel that you want to go hang out with them and like become as splitty as them and as uh, and as graceful as them. And I'm like, OK, well, I have to be my own thing. So I decided that I'm going to start filming my improvs on pole and on hammock where I do my weird stuff my weird shapes hmm. and be like okay I'm going to be the person who does weird shapes I'm going to like show what I what's different about me and advertise my classes like that and like mm-hmm. put make my classes different to other people's classes instead of trying to be like them I'm like really try and like make it my own and like you know try and have people follow me online and then you know create relationships with people online and just you know I I was like okay I'm gonna rethink how I do this and I'm gonna think about this like this and like that I need to keep this job for the social media part so mm-hmm. you know that I was like okay so now if my classes get canceled I'm prepared emotionally and yeah. I'm like, okay, I have 
I at least like have a plan to be authentically me and to, you know, to start sharing more of my movement journey and like what makes me happy and also to start doing it more as well. So mm-hmm. anyways, that's kind of like how I was able to like come out of that funk. But that was like extremely exhausting. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I can't even yeah. imagine because like I never move my body. So to like, and I, and I have panic attacks and I'm thinking about my worst panic attack. And then I'm thinking about having to move my body after. Yeah. They're like, I'm like, it's what? exhausting. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I'm sitting on my couch. Like that's not happening. Like, I don't know. Like I can't even keep my eyes open to like stare at my computer screen sometimes when I'm working, let alone like anything else, like after having panic attacks. Well, I mean, I was like sugar, caffeine, like, you know, like wake me up and like, yeah, um, <laughs> like, yeah. And then like music, movement, just all this stuff. And also like letting people know I'm not feeling good today. So like, you know, just so you know, just just in case something happens. Um, like, I yeah, feel like I've had like the opposite of panic attacks lately where I like don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, it's the thing. opposite, which is which is weird because like I'm a really anxious person and like I usually have panic attacks like all the time and like shakes and stuff but I haven't had shakes in so long and panic attacks but it's gotten to the point where like I just don't care and it's not that I'm like I'm not depressed no I know what you're saying I just literally don't care okay because I'm like me first yeah my health first and I'm just like being selfish because I'm like I I, I for once like I'm like no yeah it's like a po- feel good to me positive so like, thing yeah so like I'm gonna do what feels right to me and I think also like having my own space now and like having my own furniture and mm-hmm. having my own <laughs> my own everything I'm like yeah this is mine and yeah I'm gonna do what I want to do and yeah this is what you get if you don't like it yeah figure it out <laughs> I I mean like so you had like you don't have to go into detail but you had like a friendship breakup you had like a um oh yeah I forgot about that yeah Oops. like it's not yeah. yeah there's there's a lot of things that <laughs> happened to you in September um yeah. and my childhood best yeah. friend of like 23 years yeah um we we broke up um she is getting married and I wish her all the best in that. Um, it sounds like it's going to be quite the ride. Um, and I am, I don't like folks who try to get around things that are put in place for like safety. structurally and for safety. Like I like, and that's the HR in me as well. Like follow the rules, follow the mandate, follow just just do what you need to do. And if you choose not to get vaccinated or not to do anything like that, then just be safe about it. Just make sure that other people are comfortable around you and you mm-hmm. need to make sure that you're comfortable around other people. But to just not care in general is just not cool. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think me and my um, ex best friend uh we kind of have gone down different paths over the last few years and Mm -hmm. um different morals and values and ideas and um very 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 different and I think it was 
just time. And it was unfortunately that, it, unfortunate I should say that it ended um, as me no longer being a maid of honor uh, and saying that I'm not attending the wedding because of um, safety and protocols that aren't being followed. So, um, and not feeling comfortable. And, and like, that's yeah. totally your call and it makes sense to me. And like, my, when I also like kind of, when my sort of like oldest sort of best friendship or whatever <laughs> fell apart, it was also while I was potentially, uh, while I was the maid of honor. So it's like, it's like when yeah. high pressure situations uh, come like start happening. Yeah. That's and when I don't yeah. have patience for that. Like, I just don't like, I can cut someone out real hard. Like I don't have a problem with cutting people out. Like if it's not good for me and my mental health and anything like that, then you're out. Like try to come back to me in a few years when everyone has grown and you've done yeah. some growing and maybe I've done some growing, who knows, but like, and some changing, mm-hmm. but I don't want anything. No, I'm done. And also, and, yeah, you had like, I, I hate to remind you of your September, but it was pretty wild. <laughs> you keep reminding me of it. And I'm like, I'm like, it was so wild that I had just like, I've blocked it out of my brain. Well, like, because you also <laughs> had a couple of friends who needed your help. And so yes. you were there for them. And so you're like, okay, I'm helping my friends, multiple friends you had. Yeah. Friends who needed your help. And you're like, okay, so I'm helping them. Which meant that you weren't really taking your, the kind of like that kind of space. Self-care space. Yeah. So there was a, um, yeah, I was on, uh, there's someone like there are folks in my life that are, um, that have mental illnesses as well. And Mm -hmm. I find that when you do have a mental illness yourself, that you, that these folks will come to you and they'll talk and they'll just like open up to you. And that's great. And that's what I want. And I want that open communication. And I want to make sure that I know that they're safe, but, um, one of them was not safe. So I was on safety check Mm -hmm. and that takes a lot out of you emotionally and, it's very draining but it's because you love the person so much you're like I need to make sure you're on safety check mm-hmm. so yeah there was that and then there was yeah another friend who is going through their fair share of struggles that they were um and I was leaning into that and they were leaning on me and I was like okay like let me let me listen um and so it's just a lot <laughs> like, going on at once yeah it wasn't and then I have like my like ex-best friend being like you're like I'm disappointed in you and our friend I'm like I don't feel safe I'm tired I'm exhausted like I just like just do what you need to do I'm not coming to the wedding I will be there in spirit let's do something you and me afterwards what do you need help with for this wedding like Mm -hmm. I'm super happy to help you with this wedding and help you plan it like I'm going above and beyond here. I just cannot attend, but I can do everything else. Like, what do you need support with? Mm -hmm. And then I just kind of, I got a very passive aggressive bridezilla text message after having a really good conversation with this person being like, okay, yeah, we're not, I'm not coming. Thank you for understanding, blah, 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 blah. And then I send a very like blunt and straightforward text back (laughs) that was like, okay, these are my boundaries. This is my body and I have body autonomy and I don't need you putting your, your views and what you 
want for me and my body mm-hmm. and so for your day like and yeah. honestly guys 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 weddings are a lot of fun and I had so much fun at my wedding was it the was it the highlight of my life <laughs> no the highlight <laughs> of my life like I want, like I was standing up there shaking like a leaf. I wanted to die. I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this in front of all these people. Like the highlight was when Nolan looked down at my hand and saw that I was wearing this like garbage ring that he found while he was landscaping. And I was wearing it and he's like, why are you wearing that ring? I can't believe you're wearing that ring. And then I just started laughing. And I feel like, and like marrying the love of my life. Like I just think like that was special. Like that's what's important. Not like, I don't like who came, who didn't come. Like, especially when you want to like a big wedding too. It's just like, you don't know. Like It's exhausting. Yeah. And when you have these big expectations, but you don't put any effort in or the effort that you put in is like quite minimal compared to the expectations that you have, you're going to be so disappointed on your wedding day. And I don't want to be there for when that blows up like I don't when your expectations don't match up to the reality I don't want to be there for that sorry we have like these I these like since I was a little girl I've been planning my wedding and blah 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 but also it's COVID and also it's also it's this like this economy and this is happening like yeah it's yeah sorry you can't have a normal a normal ceremony in COVID time like it's just no it's not gonna happen elope like it's I would elope during this time if I could um maybe if I could if I if I had to <laughs> yeah <laughs> getting married again I would totally just elope if I would have done it again um, yeah so much fun but yeah and then have a party later yeah um, yeah yeah so two friends having a hard time lost a 23 year friendship um moved moved and, your work is hard um, work is hard got a little performance review um yeah didn't my my feedback wasn't what I thought wanted it to be um disclosed to my work that I have bipolar That's that good. was interesting good um yeah good job but I just didn't get the feedback that I wanted and I'm in probation still and I'm like oh my gosh so they've put extra measures in to support me which is good yeah, but I think it's almost like it's almost like progressive supporting, right? Like when you support this person, it's like you'll just like try different things until you let them go. Uh, so yeah. anytime I get support, like yeah, it's great, but I'm also very weary of support because I'm like cuz you know that it's ex like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like squinting my eyes right now. I'm like, uh, like yeah. But I mean, I had the hardest month and a half of my life. So well, not in my life, of one of them. And it was just like, I don't know. I, and I told them that I was like, this is, this is what it is. Like I was on suicide watch. I was on like, not for myself, but for other, for someone else. Like I'm moving. I need a day off. Like I just, I just need a day off to reset. Um, and yeah. Yeah, well, and so then I wanted to address, like, so you were saying, like, you don't, you just, you're, like, having the opposite of a panic attack. So there's this thing with the nervous system called the window of tolerance. And if you go, like, basically, you need to be, 
basically you have like a, to- a window of tolerance of what you can feel and how much mm-hmm. you can feel and how much you can deal with. And then you, if it, if there's too much, you either go two ways. You go into panic mode or you mm-hmm. go into, oh, I can't remember the names, but um, basically like, uh, I don't care, blow it up, I don't care mode. Um, let's see if I can find it. Yeah, window of tolerance diagram. So, oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, so you go into, there's the window of tolerance where I'm like, okay, I can do the stuff. There's hyper arousal, which goes into fight or flight, panic attacks. Mm -hmm. There's hypo arousal where you're like, oh, my God, there's just so much. Like, I don't know, whatever. Like, this is, yeah. I can't even do this. Ugh. And then, like, that ends up in disassociation if, if, you, if it goes on for too long where you're just like, I don't, I'm not, I don't feel anything anymore. Whereas, like, yeah, there's, like, so hypoarousal and hyperarousal. That was something that one of my therapists and I were, like, watching for um, because I was definitely going into hypoarousal a lot, like, last year where I would just be, like, with the, with, with COVID where I'd be like, okay, I don't feel anything. Like, I'm just like, okay, whatever, (laughs) bring it on. Like, but also at the same time, like I feel empty, I feel exhausted. Like, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that's, that's something that could, that could sort of explain that, that feeling. Yeah. Cause I really don't care. Yeah. I really don't care. Yeah. And so, like, like, it's possible that we both left our window of tolerance this month. Yeah. <laughs> in different directions. Yes, in, in different directions. Because we're always going in different directions, you and I. Always, yeah, yeah, always, yeah, yeah. Always. Yeah. It's so funny. But, yeah. Um, and so, of course, it's very hard. Like, we, and honestly, we did try and we did record episodes, but then we didn't want to like usually we'd like to like listen back to an episode to make sure we didn't say anything too stupid stupid and then we um we just never we didn't want to we never had the time to do that didn't have the energy energy yeah motivation like the second you sit down and you want to like listen to yourself it's like uh so that's why this episode is a straight post my friends yes no editing no anything it is early in the morning on a sunday morning and you're going to get raw real sarah and jessica explaining why september sucked (laughs) yeah it's yeah we we're not going to listen back to this one because we just like we tried to do a couple of different episodes and then we're like okay we'll listen back we'll take this part out when we like discussed our, yeah. our our plans for <laughs> well it was funny because Sarah was like okay do you want to like do you want to plan this like do you want to like do you want to figure out what we're going to talk about before we clicked record and for the first time because you and if anyone's been listening from the beginning like y'all know like I used to have like like point form like script things that I wanted to talk about like all that stuff like so profesh now I'm like no girl let's do this (laughs) yeah (laughs) just turn on that record button and let's see what happens yeah it's um I think it's it's gone from like very like structured to like um comical 
comical chaos and I and I kind of love it <laughs> yeah and like I want us to have more interviews and stuff and like have yes, you know have so many people lined up for that too and right? like I it's just like we just we uh yeah we we didn't have capacity to do any of that this month um no yeah so then that's kind of and like I hope that October Wait, are we in October? What's happening? Yeah, yeah October. So, okay, okay, so it's October third. It... Okay. It's you know what day it is. It's Mean Girls Day. It's Mean Girls Day. Yes. Um. Oh my God, I should wear pink to my eyelash appointment. Um. Yes. It's not Wednesday. It's not Wednesday. Um, it's not Wednesday. But yeah, so it's Mean Girls Day. But I love the beginning of a month. Like I love, love, love the beginning of a month because I do a review of last month. Oh wow, I, that's so HR. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just do a review. I do. I like, I have it. I have it on my agenda. So in here, there's like a review the last month and you have, you put your like goals in for the beginning of the month Mm. and then you just kind of like review it. So my career goals. Oh, my, this month's reward are candles for fall. And I bought a candle for fall. (laughs) Great. You did it. Check it off. But yeah, it was just like move storage, move home, move addresses, which I didn't do and move shoppers for my medication. So, right, um, yeah, yeah, but it was like, do your skincare twice a day, uh, put away this amount of money a a month, uh, host, uh, host people after the 18th and then your mental health goal was one hour a night to just like decompress and listen to spa music. Wow. Did you do that? I tried. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. But it was the physical health goal that I never got to. It was 20 minute hit three times a week. And I love hit workouts. Okay. I was going to say it sounds terrible, but (laughs) I love you. Love it. Okay. They're they're 20 minutes and they're like high intervals. And it's just Mm kind of like, go 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 20 minutes and then we can make it stop yeah <laughs> yes I but I always feel yeah. so good after them yeah totally no I feel good yeah. after them too but like during them I'm like this is hell <laughs> yeah, but oh uh, oh yeah I had a thing oh yeah um one of the biggest things that happened to me this month which was you're just reminding me with this like one hour to decompress thing is that I went into full-on distraction mode where mm. I felt like I didn't have, again, I didn't have, I was outside my window of tolerance, so I didn't have the ability to just, like, sit and do one thing. So I did, mm-hmm. like, three things for, like, the whole, like, the whole month. I would be playing a video game and listening to a podcast and, like, checking Instagram. Like, it was, like... Whoa. It was, like... an. <laughs> This is so embarrassing. It got to the point where I had to go to the physio and she was like, you have to stop playing video games. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, because of my thumbs. Um, uh, <laughs> well, just one of my thumbs. And it, it was also partially to do to a, a pole thing. Yeah. But it, but it ended up being like, you have to stop playing video games. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, or did you mean switch controllers to my my PC desktop and then I can use different fingers? But yeah, I didn't I didn't stop playing oh video my games. God. So it was just like I was just like distraction, distraction, distraction yeah. to the point where like I was 
like I couldn't do like my friend does stretch classes and I was like I did okay I did an entire stretch class last night and that's all I did I didn't also listen to a podcast or also like play a game while I did the stretch class which for me was like really big (laughs) do you find that like you're reminding me of like do you find that there's just like so much going on in your mind like I find that I have like so many thoughts and there's like so much just being packed into my brain Mm -hmm. that I have to like scroll on something listen to something and do Mm -hmm. something at the same time like I need to have like um purposeful oh it's gonna sound really weird purposeful voices in my brain like words and sentences that make sense in my thought process in my brain instead of just random words that I'm thinking about and like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no 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 yes yes I know what you're saying because my thoughts are so scattered. So yeah. It's like, oh, it's so like I'm listening to something. Yeah. It's like, those are my thoughts now. Yeah. Yeah. Instead yeah. Instead yeah. of me having to think or like, me absolutely. Having thoughts. And then also, like, oh, absolutely. No, Jessica, I totally know what you're saying. Like, this is, this is why I'm like always listening to a podcast, like all the time. But then also, yeah. like, playing a game, like, usually, often video games are not just like just dialogue so you know I will be like doing like some sort of ideally there's a strategy or it's just like you're riding around on a horse trying to find something I don't know but like um (laughs) you know I'll be thinking are you talking about Zelda no I I do have Zelda (laughs) but no I was talking about there's it's a weird it's a weird um medieval game that I was playing anyways uh yeah and so it was like because the stuff that's going on in my brain like I don't know I don't even know if it's bad it's just like I don't understand like it's just like weirdness and and like I don't want it's uncomfortable honestly to just be like led astray by all my thoughts and stuff that having these things to center my brain on is like that's something that that's helpful and like you know it's not like I didn't do any work because also I did do like you know I did do some work especially in terms of like doing the social media for my um for my job but at every moment I'm like also listening to a podcast or something because mm-hmm. then yeah then those are my thoughts instead of like whatever wild yeah. thing is gonna pop into my head 110 percent it is it is wild <laughs> yeah and so like that's I I would I would love to like be able to like sit down for an hour and not have like <laughs> I'm Not finding it really challenging it. at work right now. Like that's what's really bothering me at work is like the thoughts, just thinking. And okay. I need to try to figure out how to figure that one out. I haven't seen a counselor in two, three months. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll I'll talk to Jazz, see what's up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just looking at the time and it is – it is time if we're not if we're, we're not going to want to edit this down. Okay, we got to stop. <laughs> we got to stop. Cut it off. Cut it off. Got to cut it off. Cut it off because we're not editing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> all right. 
Well, everyone knows what time it is. It's time for me to do my wah, wah, wah and talk about the social media. So our social media has been evolving. Um, and thanks to Sarah. And we've got reels now, which are kind of cute. And we are going to be doing that today. We're going to be recording some reels today later. Um, so yeah, definitely follow us on Hush Ush Pod, H-U-S-H-U-S-H Pod. And then it's that at gmail.com if you have any questions. Also DM us in the Instagram. That's probably best. And additionally, if you listen to this podcast on um, any platform that has ratings, please feel free to give us a rating. Uh, Ideally five stars. A good rating. <laughs> please feel free to give us a good rating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, make our day. Right now we are a five-star podcast and I think that's kind of cool. Well, yeah. And see, the one thing is that I think like with more listeners means we will we will be less of a five-star podcast, yes, but probably. <laughs> but I recommend everybody out there, if you do give something a bad review, also give uh, something else a good review because that's what I have my practice is now because I don't want to just be a person who only gives bad reviews when I'm annoyed. Mm. So if I give mm. someone a bad review, then I think about a thing that I like and I give it a good review. So if you are like at a restaurant and you're like, oh, I hate this restaurant. <laughs> And you give it like a, a one-star review because you're so mad because everything went wrong. And you're like, oh, I should also give a five-star review to something. What about this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Think that way. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone should think that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I guess that is all. So with that being mm -hmm. said, be kind to all those around you because you never know what someone might be going through and sprinkle love everywhere you go. Having a friend, but it is really no, a little soothing like, because a I have a friend who's with you all the time. Yeah. yeah.